Do you have like systems in place that you're really running your business as business, not just like an expensive hobby? So really understanding that if you invest in your business, your time, energy, and finances, that there will be a return for that. But it's not spending your time and spending your money. This is employee mindset. You have to have this investor mindset that this is investment and I will make a return on that. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, real quick before we get started, first of all, I wanted to thank everybody for joining us on the show and for listening uh, to all my loyal listeners. I really appreciate you, uh, you know, continuing to listen and support the show if you can go on to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you listen and subscribe to the show, that would be fantastic. Spread the word too. I'd love to, you know, have this reach more and more people. So if you could share it on social media or, or, or and just talk about it to other people, that would be fantastic. And the last thing is if you can go on to iTunes and give us a rating review, uh, hopefully five stars, that would be great as well. It just helps us spread the word more and it helps us get continue to get uh, really good guests on the show. We've had some fantastic guests and I just want to be able to continue to bring fantastic value to you. Go on to our Facebook page too, Pillars of Wealth Facebook page. And I'd like to hear from, from you as a listener of you know, what you're doing in business, what you've got going on, what you are maybe struggling with or uh, being successful with, and then what we can do on the show to help push you to that next level. Maybe uh, questions we can ask our guests, maybe guests that we can get on the show to talk about certain topics, certain things that are really neat, you're needing uh, some, some extra support with. So provide for us some feedback on Facebook, um, and you can also share this out on, on social media. That would be fantastic as well. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being a, uh, being a either new listener or a loyal listener. I definitely appreciate it. And we will get started with the show. Hey, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexammer. And with me today, I have Raylika Schulte. Raylika, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. How are you? I am fantastic. A little bit about Ray Lika is she is an international business coach with honors degree in business, the founder of Dream, Design Dream Lifestyle, where she teaches uh, people around the world how to use their life experiences to launch their own thriving online coaching business. Uh, she grew up in Estonia, developed an entrepreneurial mindset after watching her parents start their own business after the fall of the Soviet Union. And uh, also cool to uh, note is she's a fellow, uh, now a fellow Minnesotan. She's across the other side of the Twin Cities from me. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool as well. Uh, Raylika, why don't you give our listeners a little bit more about your background and then what's your focus today in your business? Sure. So um, as you said, right, you know, I grew up in, in Northeastern Europe, so in Estonia, and I've been here in Twin Cities almost four years so far. 
And my background is all about business, finance. I really followed like this traditional path, as my parents always told me. Go to college, get your degree, and you know, get a job, right? So and that's all I really knew. So I got my business degree. I worked in personal finance, and I worked in investment banking, audit, operations, you name it. And really just burned out on that field because as a mom as well, I was like, I want to have like a flexible schedule. Mm. So I really was looking at opportunities to work from home or to do something on my own as well, especially because my parents were entrepreneurs and they always told me you should have a business. And my problem was I never, I never had a business idea, anything that would be like profitable or anything that I was excited about. And I started experimenting a little bit about blogging and I, I launched my uh, personal finance blog at first and I loved it and it was great. I was making some passive income, but it never was in a point where I could quit my job and really go into um, making money just blogging. And when coaching business opportunity came along, I really discovered that this is it because I can actually use my business experience, but also have a human connection have this flexible schedule around my own life that I can work on my own terms and do what I love to do. So right now, it's just mostly working with women who are looking to kickstart their own coaching businesses online and just helping them with the marketing and the sales piece. Okay. So um, when you're doing, so, so you're teaching other people um, to do, is there a certain type of coaching that you're teaching them? They are relatively new so that they either just starting out the business and life coaches, health coaches, wellness coaches, you name it. So the main thing really is that they do have to have some sort of like an expertise. So whether this is some sort of like a personal experience they went through, or sometimes this is a professional thing, for example, like maybe they have been working in human resources for 20 years and now they really want to become a career coach and start their own business. So sure. they're really just stacking kind of the business side. So I'm really helping them with that. Okay. So with your, with your blogging, then you did the blogging. What did that, like, what kind of lessons did you learn from that, that, you know, helped you uh, along the way? A lot. And I guess the biggest thing is that you have to love the content creation. And mm. I really didn't. And I guess for me specifically, because I'm not a native speaker, so I always had to hire somebody who would edit my post as well to make sure that this is properly, you know, like structured and the grammar is great and all those things. So that was exhausting for me, but people who love this, who love to write articles, so this is really great for them. The other lesson I learned is that the importance of your emails, so that you really have to build a list, because that was my biggest aha moment that your money is in a list that if you have your following and if you have your email list you can create services and products and there are always people who would benefit from those so and obviously all sort of like the tech pieces too let's say uh you know seo and just the way that you really optimize your website and really let's say guest blogging and all those pieces too so as your as your coaching uh you know, these women uh, to 
grow an online coaching business? What are, what are some of the strategies that are key for them to be successful in doing that? Yeah, so I think that you really have to be uh, visible online. That's typically the biggest thing that happens is, you know, we're thinking about we don't get clients, we're not making any money in the business. And then you ask yourself, you know, do people even know what I do? So and sometimes it's even like your existing network doesn't know what you do. So that it's not that people doesn't want to hire you, but they just don't know that you exist or that's what you do now. So I think the key is to be really consistent in one thing, let's say doing Facebook lives, for example, or, you know, emailing to your email list or just really showing up consistently for your business because it's kind of like having any regular shop on a street, right? You have to have this open sign out there every single day so that if you only open your shop, let's say like a couple times a week, not many people know about that. So consistency is really the huge piece of that to be successful. Um, is it important to be uh, active in, in, in as many platforms as possible or is it more important to focus on, let's say one or two? You know, it's a good question. I would say that definitely start out with just one. So if you're listening to this and just wondering that if you should be all over the place, then really master one piece first and then you can expand. So because if you, let's say, I always say that like there's clients in Facebook everywhere. So that if you have mastered the Facebook strategy and you have the system in place that you can attract your clients over there, no matter what business you have, then maybe it's time to expand maybe like to YouTube or to LinkedIn or Instagram or somewhere else. But I feel like if you try to be like everywhere, so at the end of the day, you really end up being inconsistent, like all those places and you really don't get the results. Is there a certain platform right now? Is it, is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is there a certain one right now that maybe is the most uh, useful to be extremely um, you know, consistent in? I think Facebook, honestly, because there's like pretty much everyone is in Facebook. So I guess like whatever business you have, everybody is in Facebook. But I guess the question here is that you need to grab the attention in Facebook and really hang out where they hang out. For example, mm. uh, you know, that you need to know your ideal clients. So if they are uh, somewhere in a Facebook group, that's where you need to be. Or you can do the paid advertisement as well. And one of the things to keep in mind is that Facebook is not like Amazon where people would go with their credit cards. This is a social platform. So people would go there to be entertained, to also to connect and to learn. So in order for you to make sales or to get the clients, you actually have to get those people out of this platform to your email list, for example, to your funnel. And that's where all the other things happen, like the sales and getting them signed up for your program too. Oh uh, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. You're not trying to sell them on Facebook. You're just trying to get them interested, provide them with either entertainment or education, and then they'll come to find you. There's that's when you do business with them, not on Facebook. Absolutely, that's where you build your know, like, and trust, and you can actually, you know, be visible. You can be in like you know, on the phone, because people really, I think it was a statistics that said that an average American checks the phone like 83 times a day. So 
which is a lot. So, and like, you know, and if you're thinking about a lot of people do check the Facebook all the time. So mm-hmm. you get out there so they don't find you. You have to be there. I bet that statistic is really low. I bet that people try to check, check your phone <laughs> a few hundred times a day. So, you know, is it, you know, if I, if I'm starting, okay, I want to, I go, Hey, I, I really like the idea of a, of a coaching business. I, I'd really like to do something like that. Uh, where do I start? How do I, how do I actually get started in that and then start getting clients that are going to consistently want to come to me? Yeah. I think the most important thing is to nail down your niche, like how you're going to be different than anyone else. So, and one of the things is that the clarity is not coming just by sitting behind your computer screen. You actually have to do market research. So I would say the number one thing you want to do is you want to talk to people, like literally find your ideal clients and figure out what the issue is that they currently have. What is going on in their life? What is this biggest struggle that they have? Uh, Why this is going on? How long this is going on? Why this needs to be solved right now? So if you can get, let's say, like five to 10 people on a phone with you and you can have a real conversation as a human being, and if these are kind of like the clients, you will start noticing the pattern of what this problem really is and where they really want to go as well, because the vision is important too. But there has to be an urgency to solve this problem too. So what kind of keeps them up during nighttime? And if you can create a solution for them, that is what's going to sell. That's what's going to get to those clients. So if you provide the solution, like through your coaching program, for example, or self-study program, or any sort of like an online product like that, that's what's going to sell because they need that. And you have done your research. So definitely getting people on the phone, but also you can do surveys. You can ask like them, like what, what are they struggling and what, like what have they done so far as well? Why, why it haven't worked for them? And once you figure this thing out, this will make your services like, you know, fly off the shelf right away. Yeah. And I, right there is just a lot of good information that you just provided. It doesn't matter what kind of business you're doing and in, that's it really, honestly, it boils down to what's the problem that you're trying to solve and then what's the solution that you're going to, going to provide for that problem. And yeah. if you can figure that out and it, you know, it doesn't, it's not necessarily a lot of people just, they focus on the product, they focus on what they want and they don't focus on what everybody else wants and that's where you're going to be successful is once you can start focusing on what everybody else wants, not what you want. Exactly. And I figure that that's the biggest mistake a lot of people make is that they try to educate and create this demand out there on a the market mm-hmm. without figuring out what the demand is. Because we can't create this demand, we can respond to that demand. And the moment we figure this out, that where this demand is, mm-hmm. then we can create the solution for that. And if your program or if your service is the solution, kind of like a bridge from the pain point to the heaven where they want to go, that will make it sell like, like a hot cake, clearly. Yeah, I like yeah. it. <laughs> um, 
What, uh, what advice would you give our listeners to operating a business successfully? What are a couple things? Mm-hmm. I would say that you have to go all in. Most of those times when people are still having this mindset around that, I just kind of try. Let me just see how this works. It's not going to work this way. Mm-hmm. You, you can't run a business by being between. You have to literally decide that this is what I'm going to be doing. and I'm going to go all in. And with that said, you really do the market research. You create a program to services. You can uh, hire a mentor who can help you with these plans and everything. Or like get some support around the house. Maybe somebody who can babysit your kids or something that you can really focus on your business. Yeah, you know, because there is is hustle period. There really is the hustle period when you get started in your business, but it's not gonna last forever. So like once you have this foundation in place, you can start, you know, outsourcing some of those things too. But marketing is a huge piece, obviously. So that once you have a service or product and you have really validated that yes, there is demand for that, you need a marketing plan of where your clients are coming from. Do you have like systems in place that you're really running your business as business, not just like an expensive hobby? So really understanding that if you invest in your business, your time, energy, and finances, that there will be a return for that. But it's not spending your time and spending your money. This is employee mindset. You have to have this investor mindset that this is investment and I will make a return on that. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and I want to mention a few things. First of all, I've been doing some coaching and I want to continue to kind of expand that slowly and and take on a few clients. And and up until recently, I didn't really believe uh, in coaching and, and, uh, you know, taking courses and stuff like that. But I recently, or I shouldn't say recently, it's been been a a few years now, hired a, a coach and saw a immediate results and have been very happy with it and decided, you know, as my teaching background, I wanted to do some coaching myself and help other people get the results that I was able to achieve. And so if you're at that point where you think that's the spot for you, or maybe you just want to explore if it's right for you, uh, you know, reach out to me, I'd have a free discovery call with you. We want to make sure that it is the right step for you to take. There might be other things that you can do to get success uh, and coaching might not be it, but let's have that discovery call to find out if that is uh, the step that you need to take. So it can really make a major impact in your business and get you to that next level. Uh, The other thing is John Stiles. He's on this show every single week uh, with me on the Hump Day Hustle. And John Stiles is a real estate agent in in Minnesota, and he will help you find a good, good investment property. John is very knowledgeable and can help you find an investment property. It can also help you sell your investment property. So reach out to John Stiles with Bridge Realty and uh, connect with him. He'll also, you know, consult with you and, uh, and make sure you guys are the right fit. So uh, give him a call if you're in Minnesota, reach out to him. Uh, he'd love to help as well. Back to the show. Yeah, no, great. Yeah, great information there. Um, I know. So, so back to the kind of the coaching uh, or, or your, your business, um, you know, you, you like webinars. Uh, I want to, ask you about that as well. Um, 
you know, what, what do you see with webinars? Why, why you like them? And, you know, what's the process of developing a webinar to help get clients? Yeah, I do love webinars. <laughs> and one of the things that I love it because it can really be automated behind the scenes so that you don't have to do that manually all the time. When you first get started with the webinar, you absolutely want to do live webinars because you do not have the data yet that your webinar works. I think I did my webinar like four or five times like live before I was able to really nail the process and to really see that it was converting well. So one of the things about the webinar is again, knowing your ideal client so that what the struggle really is and providing awesome content for them during this one hour. So the reason why a lot of times those webinars are not working that well is because if you try to be too superficial. so. Don't be afraid to give out really good stuff during this webinar, your best content, because if people have those aha moments, that's what's gonna bring them back to you. They never hire you because of the information, they always hire you because of the implementation. Mm. So if your content is great on the webinar and it kind of matches with your program or the service or product you wanna offer, that's what's gonna cost you the sales. That's gonna at least gonna to sign up for your program but the process itself if you think about that somebody is taking out from the day entire hour to spend with you to listen to your webinar is huge because nowadays people really spending the time on something it's harder to get people to spend their time than money on something nowadays so if they do spend this time they're really interested in that. They really wanna learn this thing. They really have this issue going on. And normally on this process, they also get to know you because they will see you on a screen or they listen to your voice. They see your content. They learn about your story, like what you have gone through and how you became successful, what do you do? And that's what's going to build this no like and trust as well. And they want to know more and they want to book a call with you or they want to buy your product. I like what you said there. And, and I haven't heard anybody say that exact uh, the way you said it, but you, you talked, you, you said that, uh, you know, your knowledge, I mean, what you give away is really important, but they, they're buying and they're going to work with you because of the implementation of that knowledge. And most people can find whatever knowledge you're trying to give. If they do enough research, they can just, they can find it. So that's not what they're looking for. Yeah, do they want somebody that is knowledgeable? Sure, they do. Uh, but it's about that implementation and you being able to help them implement. And that's what they're going to be paying for, which is, I think, is very, uh, very wise to say. I think a lot of people hesitate to give away too much information, um, you know, on, on a free webinar or a free, you know, whatever conference or whatever they're doing. They don't want to give away the farm because they want people to keep on coming back where you're saying, you know what? Don't worry about that. Give away everything. Tell them yeah. everything. Cause then, then they're going to want to come back because they're going to want to know now, how do we implement this? I need you to lead me uh, to the water. Yeah, and you know, honestly, that was my biggest mistake, what I made with my webinars at first, that I was just too superficial, very honestly. So, and it's not that I wanted to be superficial, but I just didn't think that I have to go deeper. 
by the moment that I switched that, I saw that people came to me and they said they had to take notes. They actually had hard moments on this webinar. So that you really have to put the really good content into this webinar because that's what's going to make you convert. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're going, wow, she's a person I want to, you know, work with. She's got it. She she understands it versus, okay, I feel like I just got ripped off. I feel like I spent an hour in front of a computer listening to this person, but they provided me just kind of semi-content. Now they're just trying to sell me on the rest. Exactly. And let's face it, there are a lot of webinars today out there too. And if you want to set yourself apart, then that's the best way to do that. Because probably all of us, we have signed up for webinars and we're listening to something and we're like, you know what, like, I didn't really learn anything new here. So it's really general. So but yeah. sometimes we sign up for something and it's like, wow, this was interesting, or I never yeah. thought about this way. Yeah. So really yeah. put your good stuff out there. It's I like that. I like that a lot. I appreciate you sharing that. So um, what's a mistake that you've made other than the webinars? Because we already talked about that one. So what's another mistake that you've made in your business? And how have you learned and uh, grown from that? Yeah, so I feel like I've definitely made tons of mistakes. Like <laughs> We're all walking like mistakes. They fall off of us all the time. So <laughs> Yeah, so I guess the biggest thing, not the biggest thing, but maybe like one of the other mistakes that I made at the beginning of my business was when I was hiring people in my business. So not as an employee, but as independent contractors, but I didn't have much clarity like how to do that. So what I would say is when I hired my first virtual assistant, I had to pay everything in front of her, like the entire money in front of her, <laughs> to her. So which I do not recommend anyone because their work has to get done first. And I got really ripped over from that. So she disappeared with that. So, mm -hmm. so that was something that I felt like I was totally <laughs> taken advantage of. But I guess like I learned from there that you gotta have agreements in place, like, you know, really the systems. When you hire somebody, and now I have my own team, so let's say when you hire a VA, for example, virtual assistant, have them tracking their own hours and like really have a really clear system in place, how you pay them and how the system works. And also what are your expectations? The other thing I can recommend is maybe doing like weekly or monthly meetings team meetings so that you really understand that everybody understands what their job is, what are they supposed to do as well. The people, sometimes they're just confused or maybe you're not able to provide them all this information they need to take the right actions to, to support your business growth. So it's just kind of the communication is really important and don't pay anything ahead to anyone <laughs> until the job is done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. Um, for someone trying to get to that next level, get to, you know, where you're at, what, what does it take to get there? What are a couple things? Hire a mentor. So like somebody who has done this, uh, you know, walked this walk before. And uh, because really, if you've never done that before, if you want to have a shortcut, that's what you want to do. So that you can really model somebody else who has done what you want to do. Because really figuring things out on your own is not going to help you. 
then obviously just being like uh, committed and resourceful and being surrounded with other like-minded people and when i say resourceful then i mean not just the financial piece but i mean by information or the problem solving skills that as an entrepreneur you face the problems every single day like even when your business keeps growing the problems you know still show up so you have to be able to find the solution and not to let kind of like run these so problems run run you over so the more you can kind of develop this mindset that I'm going to figure things out and I'm just going to find the solution for that, whether you can go to YouTube, whether you can contact your software company, uh, whether you have a, maybe like a friend or a mentor that you can reach out who can help you solve this problem, just be resourceful and see solutions rather than the problems. Yeah. Perfect. Um, what, uh, what's a favorite What's a favorite book of yours that uh, maybe you've read recently? Recently, I have had many, but my absolute favorite, what I have actually read a couple times is Prosperous Goat so by Rich Litwin. So I feel like just the mindset as well about like running a business and being a coach is, is huge in his book. And um, for me, it has been like life-changing because one of the things that he also talks about is that say sales right in a business in general no matter what business you have if you're thinking about like a car salesman and car salesman goes to work and eight hours per day he's focused on making the sales on a business especially when we are freelancers or let's say like you know uh, small business owners a lot of times we try to hide ourselves behind this admin work that we really just kind of do the work behind the scenes that is not money making or revenue generating activities. But you should really put like 80% of your time to showing up and to be able to, talk, that you can talk to your clients, you can show up for them. And then 20% of your time should go towards this admin part and behind the scenes stuff. So this perspective was like a huge for me what I learned. So that was a prosperous coach. That was by who? Do you remember? Uh, yes, Rich Litvin. Yeah. Right. Okay. So final question I've got for you before we wrap up is what are your three pillars of wealth creation? Yeah. So I love passive income products. That's where I started out when, um, you know, when I had my blog as well. So I always like to create like more passive income products. And what I mean by that is more any sort of like a self-study courses. But when you have the audience, Whenever you need to kind of generate some income or like that, you can push it out to the audience and they can benefit from that if you have done the market research. And there is really like unlimited potential out there. Um, the other thing is obviously growing my coaching business because I see that if I can leverage my time the best way and let's say like you know, serve more people online, that has been huge for me. That really just I can control my own revenue and my sales and like how many clients I take on board while also not hitting like any sort of like an income ceiling like you do, let's say, when you work as an employee. Um, and definitely personal development as well, because if I'm not growing myself as a person or as a coach, I don't see that my clients can grow either. So for me, I always invest in my education, into my health, and just also travel because the more I have the experiences in life, I have more gratitude in life, and that will make me a better person too. 
So I feel like all the combination of those things really just like, you know, help me feel like more wealth in life. So you're a busy person and you talk about personal development. And so how do you find time for, you know, that kind of stuff? You just have to make the time. You really just have to make the time because all of us, we have like 24 hours per day. But I'm really just began like resourceful when it comes to my personal development. I always have mentors that I love to work with. I always love to go to events as well that I can really network and connect with other like-minded people. And I just schedule those things into my calendar. But I know that this is there because if I don't schedule something into my calendar, it's not going to happen. It's not fair. And as far as, let's say, like listening, um, for example, like audibles or podcasts and like you know, radio shows or YouTube videos, same thing. I always find the time, like at least an hour per day to do that. Whether I'm cooking the breakfast or enjoying the lunch or just relaxing in the evening as well. Yeah, just schedule it in. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so Relika, what, how can our listeners get in touch with you, learn more about what you got going on um, and uh, potentially work with you? Sure. So the best way really is to go to my website, designdreamlifestyle.com. That's where you're also going to find my free, free training, like how to build up your own coaching business as well. And you can also find me in Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash designdreamlifestyle, or just by searching by really casualty. Awesome. Well, we'll put all that in the show notes so everybody can get in touch with you. Um, and I definitely appreciate you joining us on the show and, you know, talking about your business, giving us a lot of value too. Um, so appreciate that. And you have a fantastic rest of the day. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, special thanks to Relika Schulte for joining us on the show. Appreciate the time she was able to give us a ton of value uh, on this episode. Three things specifically that I took among many others. Uh, first of all, she talks about being disciplined and uh, extremely important, obviously, in today's society where there's so many distractions, so many different things going on, people trying to pull us in all different directions and ourselves as entrepreneurs, we're easily uh, distracted oftentimes. So being disciplined is a really important. She also talks about being visible and consistent in one area. And that's really important too. And it goes back to discipline. It's so easy for us to think we're going to be, you know, experts in everything. We're going to, you know, be all over the place and show, show ourselves in, in every, you know, social media and all that kind of stuff. But just being visible and consistent in one area is going to be more valuable than, than everywhere. And then the last thing she talks about is hiring a mentor or having a mentor or having a coach, just getting that other person that can really hold your feet to the fire, push you to the next level. Uh, also very, very valuable, you know, podcast books, all that kind of stuff. Uh, good stuff, but being able to get, you know, hold your feet to the fire and really uh, push on to the next level. I have found extremely invaluable in my business as well. Um, that is it. Again, I appreciate her joining us on the show and have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day a Saturday. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. A couple things before we go. Again, go on to our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth. We'd love to have you on there. Go on to iTunes, give us a rating and review, and subscribe to the show. 
Also, um, you know, don't forget, reach out to me if you want any help with uh, potentially growing your business and reach out to John Styles to help you buy or sell real estate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic the rest of the day. And as I say, make every day a Saturday.